0: yeah hey welcome back to amp up the good This is a podcast that features rockers musicians even entrepreneurs that give back in unique ways. I'm your host Scott Lewis today that spotlight goes on Joe Satriani and for good reason now before I play back an interview I did with Joe years ago I just want to warn you the sound quality is not that good. <laughs> Because that's what happens when you leave a cassette in your garage for like two decades, and then you find it and go, uh, I wonder what's on this one, man. Well, it was Joe Satriani, and it was a follow-up interview to the very first Bay Area interview Joe ever did, and that was with moi, okay? Uh, Joe is a great, great guitarist, as we all know, but he also gives back very consistently. So, for example, Joe has been involved with this great nonprofit called LittleKidsRock.org. And this organization provides free instruments and rockin' lessons to kids in underprivileged public schools across the country. And it's so needed. Why? Because what is the very first thing they cut in the school budget? The music program. We don't need that. We can't fund that. (laughs) So if you are an educator, you can access free music lessons. And if you're a musician, you can join in and contribute. That all makes sense when you think about how Joe Satriani was given guitar lessons to Kirk Hammett and Steve Vai back before all three of them got started. Joe is an extraordinary guitarist, equally extraordinary with his phenomenal philanthropic ways. Plus, he has a brand new album out titled The Elephants of Mars, which is just mind blowing, and we'll check out a track from that here in just a bit. But first, Check out the, and sorry once again for the bad quality, tape quality of this interview, but it's fun to hear Joe talk about how he put the albums together, how he puts the stage show together, and how we were making fun of Stu Ham backstage at the Warfield back in the day. Enjoy the interview, and enjoy the music headed your way on Amp Up The Good all right here we are live at the uh, warfield backstage i'm loose lewis and uh, i've often spoke about how far back i go with joe satriani and people say oh lewis you're just full of it but uh, <laughs> i have joe satriani here with me and he'll, he'll verify this that's right we go way back now do you remember early 50s that's right and then so, actually, it was it was '88, I believe. Uh, I, I think you and I did the first like Bay Area uh, radio interview together. You were in New York rehearsing with Jagger to go uh, to right. Japan, I believe. Yeah. And Ron, program director there, said, "Here's a phone number. Call Joe Satriani's at his hotel room in New York." And I said, "Sure, I'll call." And they'll be like, "No, there's nobody by that name here," and <laughs> or you know. And I called, and sure enough, there you were, 2 a.m. in your room That's after right. rehearsals, and. Uh, uh, it was the start of a beautiful relationship here in the yeah. Bay Area. Joe Satriani, welcome. Good to see you again. Thank you very much. And looking forward to a, another uh, dazzling show tonight. Thanks. Uh, you got to be real pleased with the success of uh, Time Machine. That yeah. is a, a, a fine piece of work you put together there.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Uh, a it's lot of very people... Very often
1: we get a chance to put out a real uh, challenging compilation, you know, so I'm real happy with the way people have received it.
0: Well, and that's just it. It's not just simply a collection of Joe Satriani songs with the uh, with the quirk, you know, maybe a live tune thrown in there or a previously unreleased song that you had sitting around somewhere. It really does take you through virtually the time machine uh, in your career. And, you know, the Woodstock jam is yeah. worth the price of admission right there.
1: So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you? A lot of head scratching, what to leave in, what to leave out? Uh...
1: Yeah, you know, we recorded, I guess we had four live shows from the extremists and it was hard to to sort of edit it down to a different kind of live set to a real slamming straight ahead uh no uh you know nothing too subtle in the live set you know we were just looking for stuff that was really sort of out there and pedal to the metal kind of stuff you know and um when we got into the uh, the studio stuff we you know we, we actually have some stuff left over still but um we looked for material where people were playing in really outrageous ways. So even if it was not me, in some cases it was, let's say, a bass player or a drummer or someone like that, uh, then we would use that as a candidate for you know inclusion on the record. And since we had uh, drummers like Jonathan Mover and Greg Bissonette, we had Simon Phillips uh, playing and Jeff Capitelli from the Bay Area here, we had a lot of stuff to choose from. In that department, then we had different bass players like Stu and Matt and... Uh, so it was a lot of variety there to to sort of make us scratch our heads a lot and say, wow, what are we going to put in and what are we
0: going to leave out, you know? Yeah, that has got to be a tough decision. And the final decision was you. Uh, you got yeah. to make it.
1: Yeah, I went out, I guess, uh, the whole thing came together last uh, Christmas vacation in between the two uh, extremist legs. And after we finished the U.S. leg, we went into uh, setting up for the Europe tour, which took about two months. And uh, So I brought all the dats of all the songs with me on tour and after the shows every night I go back to the hotel and just uh, play the dats and try to figure out You know how the whole album was going to take shape and I had about three weeks off um, Between the end of the tour and when we went into the studio to do time machine sessions, you know
0: Have you ever thought to yourself walking off stage? uh, What I heard tonight a particular song if I get a chance to put it out live uh, that one is so fresh in my memory that, yeah, I'd want to include that one. Have you ever had that feeling after yeah. a certain song or performance? Yeah, uh, well,
1: you know, when Relativity suggested a live record to me at the beginning of the extremist tour, um, there were a lot of things that I was looking forward to. I wanted to put a live version um, of uh, Flying in a Blue Dream, which I always thought I, I, I eventually wound up playing better live, you know? <laughs> and uh, just from sort of a guitarist technique point of view, you know, I'm always obsessing about little... little turns of phrases here and there and uh they were uh pieces of music uh, like crush of love and i just got all the things that went on there that um i think grew into larger songs as they as they went live songs like rubina from the first record which are not a whole lot of people know about compared to records like the extremists or surfing or flying um, so it was great to get um, a recording of it live a really good one exciting one and then to have it presented, it re so to speak uh, in a new
0: way, you know. Well, good, because I'm, I'm pointing it to my program director, and I'm telling him, uh, flying in the Blue Dream Gun live is as good as it gets. I mean, it is absolutely breathtaking when you guys do that live in concert. Uh-huh. I, I didn't even think that you could. Top what was already on the CD, but uh, the live version, I don't know. It really gets to me. I think it's, uh, oh, it's a really a uh, centerpiece for me when you guys do that. Uh, of course, now you're going to tell me, well, we're not going to do that tonight.
1: Stu does an interpretive
0: dance during that
1: song. Well, yeah, so it's he... actually
0: my, my, my striptease. That's that right. Like that? <laughs> it's a New Year's
1: thing, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've just been joined by uh, Stu Ham also over there. Uh, welcome. How you doing? Good. A lot of people that knew I was coming up here tonight to do the uh, broadcast before the show asked me they said if you get Joe please find out who is going to play tonight well we've already answered one, uh, one question here we do have Big Stu back on the base tonight yes sir yes sir
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so that means that we get to hear some more of that amazing I was just telling I was reviewing some old tapes that we had of some of your shows and uh, you introduced him uh, Stu's going to play you something really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I switch. Now I play stuff really banal. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but in an amazing
1: way. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm pulling up here. I'm sick. I got JW disease. Oh, really? So don't even get near me. Oh, my God. Don't, I won't speak directly into the mic. If you can hear my voice, stay away from me. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See the show, get
0: the plague. No, we it's, it's Phil Ashland on keyboards and Jonathan Moover and I are back and. Uh, Is that who's
1: playing? That's Jonathan. Wow, yeah, thanks that's for bringing him along. Back there. Yeah, well, that's great.
0: You know. <laughs> and uh, we're having a great time. You know, we uh, we recorded the three new tracks with Joe and we did a little promo tour of Europe. I think nine countries and no, nine cities and five
1: countries in thirteen it days. Thirteen countries in four days, right? Yes. <laughs> 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 we played with Richard Marx on three of those days. That's as well. right. And we had some great Italian food. Well,
0: there, a oh, complete tour. Um, I noticed that there's, there's microphones on stage. I thought perhaps they were just there for me to do my emceeing tonight, but there actually looks like there's one over in your set of the stage there mm-hmm. that uh, I can only imagine. Are you, you going to unleash the vocals on yes. us? Again to, yes. It's yes. true.
1: <laughs> I have to sing at least once. It's sort of part of a pact with the devil I made many years ago.
0: <laughs> His own little crossroads deal. I like yes. that.
1: You must embarrass yourself with singing once every
0: night. I'm actually doing the vocals with a little condenser line. Yeah. But Joe looks so good when he stands up in front of the mic. <laughs> uh, because I was under the impression that it was the two of you harmonizing all this time. But uh, I don't think the people are ready for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> Joe. So That's a whole other pact with we another devil. We tried that
1: as a matter of fact. We did actually it was yeah. before. And it was sounded but, good at Hun. It was, uh, Yeah. It was sort of Charles ives of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are also having uh, a very select group of our audience tonight. will be uh, back in the boiler room over there that we put a couple tarps up and some banners to make it look like a, a little party room. Oh. Uh, so we're going to have a meet and greet. Joe doesn't know about this. He's oh, going, hey, really? what do you oh. mean, man? i got to uh, meet somebody. 8 o'clock, Joe. <laughs> okay.
1: Still, <laughs> so you're invited, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll infect the
0: whole community. <laughs> That's all right with us. So... The people that are on their way up here for that uh <laughs> joe will be there Stu will be there too I'll maybe there. no i'll be there briefly I, my brother's coming down but i'm gonna i'll hang out for a little bit but all right there you go and you got a sound check to do now mm-hmm. so i will let you go do that okay and, uh yeah, Stu, we've got to thanks. figure out what we're going to play. Okay, Stu, bring your Vicks Vapor up. <laughs> okay. You can hang out with us. <laughs> see you, guys. <laughs> great to see you again. Thanks a lot. Right. I uh, have some music that I want to play uh, for the people tonight from our archives. Uh, okay. Um, it's back from 1988 in April uh, at a little show called The Cabaret. Oh, yes. And yeah. uh, I was reviewing the tape last night, and you I believe it's the first time you would played the South Bay.
1: I think, uh, you know, you're absolutely right, and there's a great-looking um uh, unauthorized live disc from that you know it's a really great looking bootleg out there that i saw last night i don't know if you've seen it i haven't seen that one i mean the station i'm sure would be interesting beautiful looking thing about so big folds out it's on two cds you know <laughs> From that show, yeah.
0: Well, they've even, well, they they took my ID and ran with it. Yeah. Those little punks. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: think it's from Australia or Italy or something
0: like that. Oh, that's great. Hey, thanks for stopping by. My pleasure. It's always great to gang up with you, and we look forward to an amazing show. I'll see you on stage later. You got that right. Uh, Well, thank you for enduring that. (laughs) Always fun to talk with Joe Satriani. This is a new one from uh, his album titled The Elephants of Mars. It's called Blue Foot Groovy. Dig it on Amp Up The Good. Amazing, From Joe Satriani's new one, The Elephants of Mars. That was Bluefoot Groovy. Man, that is so good. I sure want to encourage you not only to check out the Joe Satriani music, especially The Elephants of Mars, but just as important, check out littlekidsrock.org or see if there's a music program in your community that could use some support because you don't want the next generation of guitar players to sound like me. No matter where you are or what you're doing, I appreciate you listening. I'm Scott Lewis, your host. No matter what you're doing, where you are, you can always amp the